welcome. You're watching no 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 Nacho in the Ranch. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's just uh let's just jump into it, Liam. I hope you're on the prep sheet still. Uh all right, so this is this is Nacho in the Ranch FM. I'm of course your host, Nacho, here with my co-host, The Ranch. How you doing, Ranch? I'm doing all right this evening. All right. All right, so this is a this is a little podcast, just a little thing that we're gonna we're gonna do. We got some great uh some great topics today, so uh, let's just dive right into it, Ranch, and uh, let's start off with the Tripiss tournament. Now, do you, would you like to explain, Ranch, uh, to everyone what is the Tripiss tournament essentially? Tripiss tournament is possibly one of the most foul concepts ever conceived <laughs> yeah. Us. yeah oh yeah just a, a horrible thing uh it's essentially a little game we created and all it's brought to our lives is misery uh it's put a strain on friendships it's a really bad thing we did but it was worth it i think right ranch we it was worth it we could say right i and I think uh, I'm not sure if everyone's familiar with the uh, the Harry Potter series, right? Yes, in which this con- this concept Triwizard Tournament, from. but little play on words there, try piss, because uh, I guess we'll, we'll, let's go over the rules, and the the pissing will kind of make sense. So basically, in this game, uh, the whole uh, the whole goal, the whole object of the game is. You have to basically get a verbal confirmation from someone, uh, preferably the other gender or sex that you're interested in, uh, and get them to verbal confirmation of whatever weird, strange act. And there's several different uh, categories, layers of points for things you can get them to say. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. There, there's a couple other rules. They're not too important, just stuff to keep the integrity of the game, you know, no cheating, that kind of stuff. Has to be 100% consensual, right, Ranch? It was all consensual. No one, no one was forced for anything. But, uh, yeah, let's get into the get into the points here. So, obviously, Tripiss Tournament, uh, one of the, the biggest points you can get is getting someone to say that they'll piss on your face which is very important. And it should also be noted that in this game, if uh, somebody got them to actually do these things in real life, in most cases, you would get double points for it. But uh, if you did get pissed on your face in real life in the game, you just completely, you win outright. But nobody, nobody unfortunately actually went that far. I was close though. I think both of us, Ranch, we were, we were pretty close to getting to that point. There was there were certain certainly some possibilities on the table that uh, just didn't pull through. Yeah. So we got we got know, a couple I, other. Oh, what was that? I know you were trying pretty hard. Um, I, I wouldn't even say I tried that hard. You know, well, mm-hmm. a little bit. well, I think you were pretty invested. I, for anyone listening, I did have uh, one potential candidate, multiple actually who essentially wanted uh, to make me their, like, I believe one girl, she said, I'm going to make you my piss pet, which is funny because my last name is Pet. 
So a little, uh, little double entendre there. But yeah, let's go over the rest of the points. Spitting in mouth, five points. You want to shoot a couple of these off, Ranch? Right, always a classic year. A good pegging that'll get you twenty points. Yes, yes. Um, and and before out. before you continue, might I say, uh, there was a lot of uh, I don't know what the right word is. Certain people were not happy with with the point system because Ranch and I we created this point system and we had long discussions about how much everything should be worth in terms of points. And a lot of people disagreed. You know, they said pegging should be should be way up there. Which I don't agree. I think in the, this day and age, who isn't getting pegged? You're gay if you're not getting pegged, right? Uh, I, I'm not going to look into your exact specific, uh, you know, things that you're into here, but um, well. I think a few of these, uh, I think they were fair game. Yeah. I think the next one was a, a submissive cash peg. Yeah, of course. Yes. One of the easier ones, in my opinion, to obtain. Right. That was only a five-point. Uh, yeah. I mean, what girl doesn't love a submissive cash pig? <laughs> Am I right? Go on. Unfortunately, I think you are very right. <laughs> now, the next one, then. This one's very important. You want to read that? This, this one will get you a good number of points. Uh, someone shits on your face mm. Mm. and this is another one where just like the pissing on face if you actually did this and got it on camera you had footage of it you'd automatically win it so. is yes footage or the other members of the game have to watch it happen yeah it's for the integrity of the game of course not not for any particular you know and i would like that I, or you know it's not like we want to see it but you know i mean Oh, nobody wants. If anything, to see this it, is a but... this is a game of integrity. Exactly, a game of honor. Yes. Uh, next one, one of one of my favorites, uh, my little pog champ, just five points, but short and sweet. Who doesn't want to be a little pog champ? I know I do. Then we got yeah, a little got... pog champ. <laughs> I bet I am. I bet I am. Got furry role play ten points little vague but if you know anything about furries and role play uh makes sense you know just maybe pretending to be a cat that sort of thing yeah classic uh fox butt plug that kind of thing <laughs> yeah. some little ears yeah you do have to you know i think for the to get the full points you would have to scurry around on the ground like a little doggy right right you want to have a have you just rip rip off a couple of the next ones pretty quick here, Ranch. Get this moving. Another, I think this one was also kind of contentious. Uh, the cock and ball torture CBT. Yeah, fifteen points, which was argued isn't enough points. I think I think it was fair, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I think you've also been you've also always been a little partial to the ball busting. I have. I am I am guilty of that. Yes. Yes. Then, uh, of course, we got a uh, tickle torture, five points. That's very simple, very sweet. Uh, Just a little tickle. Yeah. Who, <laughs> who doesn't like getting tickled? Uh, now, the next one, Ranch, I think this is both uh, our favorite, if you want to read that one. Right. We have to do a little bit of research on this one. I was not familiar with it 
at first, but um, I think you brought this one to the table. Uh, now, this is uh, asking, a, I think, a woman to, right. if you can uh, suck their blit. No, if they will. Oh, you. they suck your blit. Well, cause it is a, it's a boy. Yes, we did some, we had to look into this, and it, <laughs> I, I guess the, the origin name for blit would be boy clit. Yes. Yes. And I think it it does it's actually part of the the uh the trans lexicon and uh, it's <laughs> it's a trans shriveled penis. Right. And I don't uh we'll just we'll just move on from that. Not important. 20 points. 20 points. 20 points. Very nice. And then uh to end it all foot worship extra 5 points if it's stinky, uh base 5 points. You know pretty pretty explanatory a lot of people you know they got the foot fetish these days uh yeah one's not too crazy and uh right, you got five five extra points if it's stinky yeah yeah which seems more than fair in my opinion but basically we started this game in early december it ran for about a month it ended right at new year's uh, at a 12 a.m right when the ball dropped that's when points were shut off and uh Branch, who do you want to do? You want to announce the winner? We already had, of course, the ceremony, but uh, right. So there was a, and uh, the grand prize was held in the uh, the goblet of piss, of course. Yes, we yes, all had goblet to, of uh, piss. You had to enter your name in, just like Harry Potter. Yeah, I got a little backlash on this one. I thought that we should all have to piss in the goblet of piss. I thought that would make sense. I agree. I, I was 100% in on that. Uh, I think nobody we should, else really was. Maybe moving forward, we can, at the beginning of the games, at the, uh, when everyone yeah. tosses their name in, it, we should all have to piss in it. And then yeah, at the end... For, for anyone listening, it's only going to get better, this, this tournament. We're only going to refine it more and hopefully have more participants. We only had about four. The, a couple couple okay. dropped in and out. People were unsure about it. But uh, force, force stuck in through it. Right. Now, I'm trying to remember. You explained that these were mostly uh, verbal or uh, over text asking people whether they'd uh, do these things to you. Right, right. Well, Ranch, do you want to just announce the winner? Stop, <laughs> Stop pussyfooting around it. Okay, okay. You were the winner. You won. Yes, yes. by a large margin. 70-point differential between me and Ranch. I had 170. He, had, he finished with 100. He was tied for second. Uh, and then third place was 55, fourth, 35. And I don't think we should share the names of the other participants. I don't... Yeah, I wasn't going to, yeah. personally. I think... Getting some they, trouble uh, on that. <laughs> they decide to... Uh, Toss their names back in the goblet in the future. They can, yeah. Because I mean, I'm sure they'll eventually they'll want some uh, sponsorship. Right, right. Well, all right. I think that that went pretty well. So let's uh let's move into our next. Uh, we have a little debate here that we'd like to uh, peruse, and uh, this is something I like to refer to as uh, Pandora's box. This is my Pandora's box. And I love bringing the, this question up, you know, when I meet someone new. Uh, 
I will, I love to bring it up. I love to see how people feel about it. Uh, and typically people are not on the same page with me when it comes to this. And that is, uh, if you had a week to live, would you eat your own shit? <sighs> this Which, is a question that... <laughs> I mean, the answer I should be people... obvious. Because I mean, is it right. obvious? Okay, let's start with let's start with your uh, your stance on. Yeah, I'll give you my take on it. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you get the diagnosis from the doctor, late onset stage four cancer, weak to live. How are you not gonna do it? Because I mean, listen, people, we've all been there. We've all, you know, finished the job in the bathroom. You look down at the toilet bowl, and you know, sometimes you know you have a solid log, and you think. You know that uh, that might be tasty. I want to chomp down on that. You know, I don't I mean, think most people think that actually. <laughs> and you know to, what? You know what? That's stepping on that one. Give ranch. That's that's what scares me about the way uh the way the world is going these days. Society's downfall. Because if we're not all collectively uh in agreement with this, how are we going to move forward at all? How are we going to succeed? We're not going to survive. You think that the solution to the world's <laughs> problems is yes. tasting, yeah, as everyone tasting their own shit. If everyone had a like, you know, if there's an asteroid coming, the scientists right, big, saying, big asteroid about there's a big impact yeah. coming. It's definitely going to hit us. Yeah. Everyone knows we're going to die. Yeah. So I think you know all the world leaders should have like a UN meeting, calling calling the UN. And uh, they just tell everyone to say, hey, uh, it's over. We're done. Eat your own shit. Live a little. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> That's my model, Ranch. And you would do it. You would, you would eat your own shit if you had a week to live. Absolutely. Now, I don't know if we should say this, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it because uh, I am a raging schizophrenic. Um, we have a close friend. Nacho and Ranch and I, um, and he, when when we brought up this debate with him, he told us a very interesting story. Do you remember this, Ranch? Uh, jog my memory on this one. So he said when we brought this up, uh, he didn't really answer the question if he would, but he said uh, very casually and cold, calmly collected, uh, almost in a serial killer way, like a Ted Bundy way. He said, uh, yeah, when I was a child, I ate my little brother's shit. Right, right. Not on purpose, but because I, I, I believe, believe he, he said... I believe he said he, was it a piece ahead. of chocolate, he thought? I think He said he uh, brown sugar. He thought brown. it was brown sugar because he used to just eat straight up brown sugar as a child. And he saw some he also floor. he would eat things off he'd eat things off the floor on a regular basis I, as a kid he would just no, I, I think he still does and a, <laughs> a little, little piece of like breadcrumbs yeah and the, like, yeah Hans, like following Hansel and Gretel through the woods just <laughs> picking up pieces of bread and candy yeah yeah he could well, easily be tricked into like a box I think and the the problem with this though is in what scenario is a turd on the ground looking like a pile of brown sugar that's I don't, 
I would be, I would, I think it would be difficult to make that mistake, but. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, well, also for anyone know. listening, if you think uh, our friend here, when he, when the story happened, you know, he was, oh, maybe he was a toddler, like four to six years old, even maybe like three or something. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he said he was like around 10, 11 years old when this happened. So too old. It was definitely too, too old. Far too old. Disturbingly old. <laughs> Especially to make such a mistake. You would think you yeah. would know what a terror looks like by that point. Yeah. So he didn't uh, seem he didn't seem uh like remorseful proud of it. Yeah. That's that was the scariest part. He was just so I don't want to call him brave for sharing that story, but yeah, he was like he didn't take range. he didn't take much issue with it. I think he I think he actually explained that uh he talks he talks to his brother about it all the time. He's like, hey, remember <laughs> yeah. that time I ate your, ate your poop? Yeah. Well it scares me the most is I think he would do it again with no remorse, <laughs> he might, absolutely. He might try it again. <laughs> yeah. All right. I believe you said it was crispy. All right. Enough poop talk here. Let's get down to brass text. And this is going to be one of, one of my more favorite segments. And uh, Ranch, I know, is not at all interested in this. Uh, probably doesn't even want it to be a part of the show. But uh, I put down, I put my hand down on the desk and I said, Ranch, we got to do it. It's what the people want. Let's get into some sports news and betting. All right. This is what people love to hear. So obviously, we're recording this on uh, the Friday night of uh, Friday the 28th, January 2022. And uh, coming up on this, I believe it's on Sunday, we have uh, the NFL playoffs, okay? Playoffs have been going off. Uh, and I'm assuming, Ranch, you, you've been keeping up with the playoffs. Is that correct? I haven't, actually. I, mm. I can't say I'm a big... Uh... Big pigskin, uh, big tossing around the pigskin couple of guys, you know. <laughs> uh, he's being bashful. He is. He is. You know, obviously, we saw Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. They're both out. They're done. They're washed up. They're trash. And we got, we got essentially the young guns in. So we got a great slate of games here. Two games. We got Bengals, Chiefs, Bengals plus seven, Chiefs minus seven. Liam, how are you feeling about this? Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes, Young Guns, going at it. What are you, what are you, what are your thoughts here? What's your pick? Which one has the prettiest hair? Hmm. Well, all right. Let me put some context in here. Uh, maybe you know about this: the Kansas City Chiefs, their quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Uh, his little brother is the one who's infamous for. Uh, he does like TikTok dances on like the opposing like fans like the opposing team's fields and stuff and uh just recently in the last game when the Chiefs won he uh him and Patrick Mahomes wife they poured a bunch of champagne on fans in freezing weather people people were really upset about that they don't like these this Mahomes family sounds like a real dirtbag yeah so i mean i think uh I, I don't know, you know, Ranch. I think we're both feeling the underdog on this. Bengals, Joe Burrow, everyone wants to see it happen. They deserve it. Put it on the board. 
Yeah, put it on the board. We're locking it in. Bengals plus seven. Uh, take all your life savings out. Don't tell the wife. Take out a bank loan if you have to. And this is this is financial advice, and you can hold us accountable for this because this right. is a guarantee. This is game of the year. Guarantee they're not going to lose. I mean, come on. Bengals, Bengals, Kids college Bengals, fun. bring it home. Dip right yep. into that. Yep. Because you know what? You're going to double your money. And your you wedding can... ring? Yeah. Go to the pawn shop. Yep. Lay you that off. Back. Yeah. It's a good investment. Right. Then uh, next game, we got 49ers, Rams. 49ers plus three and a half. Rams minus three and a half. This one's a little tricky, Liam. A little tricky. Right? We got, we got Jimmy G, former, uh, former Patriot, right? Former uh, backup QB for Tom Brady. And now he, for a couple of years now, he's had his own team, the 49ers. And okay. he's, he's been interesting to say the least, you know, ups and downs. But uh, they're right here in the playoff picture. But uh, the Rams here, the Rams are looking tough. Oh, man. Uh, okay. and I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead personally. I don't know how you're feeling, Ranch, but I'm saying it might be a lock on a, on the Rams here. They're the favorite three and a half. I'd, I'd take that. Okay. But what you're not considering here is, uh, hmm. you said this, this former, this former player quarterback was a Patriot. Yes. Yes. Now in the past Patriots had a pretty good quarterback themselves. And I think what really pushed them to such success over the past couple decades is, is that quarterback's ability to kiss their son on the mouth. <laughs> does does this man kiss his son on the mouth passionately? Much no, like I, Tom Brady? I don't actually know if either team's court. Well, you're talking about Jimmy G. I don't know if he has a son. Uh, huh. do, do a quick check on that. Does, does he does he have does his dad kiss him? It looks like I don't think Jimmy G does have a son. So well, you know, obviously he did, he learned from the Brett, the best, Tom Brady. I'm gonna go ahead and assume there's dad kissing, right? Because so I think you, that's the magic that shocked really, the world that gets a Super Bowl ring. Mm. You're saying you're if, saying Jimmy G, 49ers. From here, I'm correctly. saying that if any quarterback wants to wants those Super Bowl rings, yeah, I think that's how Tom did it. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, heard it here first. Little uh, little tension between Nacho and the ranch today on that 49ers Rams game. Uh, I guess we'll just have to see how that plays out. All right, let's let's get moving on here to uh, some current topics, some current news. Everyone loves the news, right? You know, you watch the news, it's a very fun thing. It's not scary at all. Uh, and we got Russia and Ukraine in the news a lot. How are you feeling about that ranch? Maybe the the White House, the Pentagon, Joe Biden, they are warning Ukraine of a of a very real potential of an invasion in February once the ground freezes. NATO is saying they will have to respond. You know, it's like China's saying that if uh, Russia invades Ukraine, they're they're gonna invade Taiwan. It looks like we're on the brink of a potential world war. I mean, how are you feeling? This is a hot topic. Hot, 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 spicy. I think we might be in some trouble here. 
Ooh. Yeah. Things are getting a little tense. Yeah. You know, usually, I think they'd be able to come together through their love of vodka. <laughs> but unless you're one, saying the U.S. and Russia. We do know. We might need to strap on our boots for this one. Mm. Can we? Can we give a guarantee, Ranch, that if an invasion happens, you will walk into your uh, nearest, most local recruitment office and enlist? Can you give that guarantee live on air right now? I think we'd all love to hear that. No, I plead insanity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wouldn't we all? Wouldn't we all? Uh, all right. All right you, can't even, gonna... you can't even say if you're gay anymore. You can't. And you used to be able to just be like, <laughs> you used to be able to ranch. kiss the recruiter. Ranch, ranch. You're diving in hot water here. Hot, boiling water. I mean, not, not that there's anything wrong with that. Right, right. We go to, we go to uh, the Pride Parade every year. Nacho and Ranch and I. Right. I mean, I'm not gay, but not there's anything wrong with that. Are you gay, Ranch? No, I'm deeply closeted. <laughs> Put that on the t-shirt, ladies and gentlemen. That is the news. All right, we got a, we actually, we have a quick ad read here for, uh, we have a sponsor already. First show, we have a sponsor. Isn't that great? Uh, you want to, you want to, you want to start us off here on this? On the sponsor name? This is an exciting one. I hope uh, this is. I've been. This is this pretty. This can be useful for our viewers, I think. Uh, Secretariat Ivermectin. Yes. Now we all know Secretariat. Very fast, very strong racehorse, right? The, oh, the amazing Academy Award nominated movie Secretariat. And. Uh, the horse has actually uh, come together with the Nacho and the Ranch FM podcast uh, to create a very special product for our viewers, Secretary Ivermectum. Right now, this is this is an amazing product, Ranch. I mean, I know you and I personally, we use this every day, every morning, right? I've I've already had several tubes today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't listen, ladies and gentlemen. You can't stop this guy from guzzling down ivermectin. I mean, it's it's impressive and disturbing. I mean, the guy can't get enough of it. I mean, they give it to racehorses. It must be good for you. Exactly. And of course, like any sort of uh, advice, you know, financial, medical advice, uh, uh, you can take us word for word. And you can, we dare you to hold us accountable. Take us to court, right? Because we, we will die by this product. We live by it. I mean, it's just an amazing product. And that is, once again, Secretariat Ivermectum. And you can even put it in your rectum. That rhymed. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Cute. All right, let's, uh, let's keep moving on here. So uh, we're going we're gonna to try every week to do, uh, to do uh, a movie review. But we thought it would be fun. If uh, for the movie review, only one of us have seen the movie, right? So uh, this week, we're going to start off with me. 
and I chose one of my absolute favorite flicks. Now, this flick is something that you can just turn on at any time, right? You got a girl or a guy over, you want to, you know, maybe get a little romantic. This is perfect for that. You know, or maybe, maybe you just want to, you want to fall asleep to a nice glass of Pinot, you know, something like that. And this is, of course, the movie Vice, starring Christian Bale. It's the uh, essential biopic of, uh, of Dick Cheney's uh, political career and his, his early upbringings. And this, this is just such a fun one, Ranch. I mean, if, you would love this. And I think you got to watch it after this. So I'm, I'm just going to give you a little synopsis of it. Basically, uh, Dick Cheney, played by Christian Bale, of course, Superman, right? Right for all our moviegoers out I think there. There's Batman, actually. Don't interrupt me. So yeah, Dick Cheney, Christian Bale, and th- this was so fun because obviously, the Dark you know, Knight. So obviously, you know, Christian Bale, he's a, a bit of a, a dare I say contortionist, right? He uh, he shapes and molds his body to the role. Uh, and he got he got real big for this one, folks. And it is just such a treat. And I believe he portrays Dick Cheney flawlessly. It is it is a real good one. Uh, and his wife is in it, who is played by Amy Adams, little cutie. We all love Amy Adams here at the show. All the guys in the studio gush over Adams. So you know, basically in this flick, it uh, just kind of starts off with Dick Cheney being a young man. Uh, you know, and he's, he's, he's sort of like me, Ranch, you know, he's getting DUIs, uh, his girlfriend just basically hates him, you know, he's a real piece of shit, you know, he's just a garbage person, he's going nowhere in life, and he knows it too, right? So, so at some so point, yourself in that one, huh? I did, you know, you know, it's funny you said that, because I could, I could, I idolized Dick Cheney, I mean, the man... Say what you want about him, but real bravado about him. Uh, right, so Dick Cheney, you know, he's going on with his life, not doing anything. His girlfriend, Amy Adams, who's, you know, she's, you know, like, meh, 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 meh. <laughs> we, all, we know about that ranch. Woman opening their mouths, yapping. So she's in his year going off and off, whatever. So he goes to a college. He gets some, you know, he gets a degree or whatever. And then uh, he becomes a, uh, whatever you call it, like a uh, White House aide for a uh, former, former, whatever, uh, Senator, Representative something, uh, Donald Rumsfeld, who's played by one of my favorite actors, Steve Carell, right? Steve Carell from The Office. Very fun. And basically, Donald Rumsfeld is uh, you know, just a great guy just didn't really care at all about politics and just wanted power and just sleezing it up in the white house. And basically he taught Dick Cheney everything. And eventually the two of them, you know, they start getting all sorts of trouble, uh, that whole thing, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, uh, to the good part of the movie, in my opinion, when Dick Cheney is approached by George W. Bush. Okay. And he wants him as his running mate. Dick Cheney's not interested. You know, he knows the vice presidency. Is a, it's a stupid job for stupid people. You just sit there with your mouth shut, your dick in your hand. It's a, it's a garbage position. Nobody wants to do that. But uh, he basically convinces uh, George W. Bush to just let him have all the power. 
And then uh, yada, 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 uh, Dick Cheney starts talking to his lawyers and figures out that basically uh, the president can literally do whatever he wants uh, with no repercussions, doesn't have to deal with Congress at all. Uh, and that's that's basically most like a bulk of the movie. It's just, you know, 9-11 happens. They do all this crazy stuff. Uh, Dick Cheney gets a bunch of power. Uh, he shoots a guy hunting at some point. Uh, he almost dies because his heart fails and then he gets a new heart. Uh, and his daughter's gay. What did, and that's that's the movie. What did you think of the sex scene? <laughs> 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 Do you think it was tasteful? There was no, there was no. Did they, did they pay respect to Dick Cheney's dick? There, were, there was no sex scene. Like to clarify really? that, yeah, huh. yeah. There isn't, yeah, no. Probably yeah. gonna pass on that one, actually. <laughs> All right. All right, so that, that was this week's movie review, Vice, starring Christian Bale, the Dick Cheney biopic. Check it out on Hulu. Not a sponsor. All right, let's, let's keep moving here, Ranch. So this is, this is a fun little topic. Uh, what was the worst thing you ever did? Let's start, let's start with you, Ranch. Well, I think if I had to think about it, I'd, I'd probably say uh, starting the show with you. <laughs> you little rascal. Well, all right. That's it's not at all what I would have uh, picked because I've done, I mean, you know me, Ranch. I've done horrible, horrible things, ruined people's it, lives. A detestable man, really. <laughs> yeah. If you ever, you know, think like a like garbage pail kids, right? From the 80s and the 90s, that's pretty much me. I'm a garbage pail kid. Uh, but I would say, worst thing I ever did was uh, rob a homeless man, right? And this, we're talking, we're talking loose change, you know, maybe four fifty-eight, right? Half of it in quarters, you know. And I know what you're all thinking, you know. You think a nacho? Why, you know, why, why even rob a homeless guy? You know, you're four dollars fifty-eight. So what are you even gonna get with that? So, and I come right back with McDonald's cheeseburgers. I mean, is there, there's nothing morally wrong with that, right? And um, I mean, clearly the man was down on his luck. That's all he had to his name was uh, $4 and some loose change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you took it upon yourself to basically take the last, last of his resources. And I'm assuming you didn't even finish the burger. You just tossed it on the ground. <laughs> I took about... One and a half bites, and I said, "You know what? I You're only a little peckish." Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We're right trying to have a whole meal. It was more for the thrill of it. I, I mean, I love that kind of shit. Right. It was the sadness that uh, you get off on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, ranch. All right. So let's keep moving on here. Uh, okay. So this topic. Uh, this is something you've been more talking about recently, Ranch, and I don't really uh, understand it, I guess. Maybe you can enlighten me here. Uh, it's, it's a question, I guess, maybe a statement. Uh, like, How many warriors could you kill before being decapitated? 
I guess what I don't get is what warriors who who are these were are you talking maybe like a medieval sense like if you were in the medieval you were at night i don't i think this could take place in it would take place in modern day i I think that a a challenge of sorts uh where would this happen you seek out and duel various ronins and and wandering warriors from uh why are there wandering the land. warriors? There's wandering warriors if you know where to look for them. Those that are <laughs> the greatest warriors that are, you know, still living. I mean, I absolutely do not know where a wandering well, you I've ever seen out. a wandering one. Right, you seek them out. Well, they're not just going to... I mean, mo- many of them don't just, you know, openly display their their abilities, but once you've found them and you duel them to the death and I would duel them and I would kill them. And uh, once every last drop of blood has been spilt and no one can challenge me, I would uh, be deemed the greatest warrior of all time. And I would sever my own head from my body and go down as the ultimate warrior, becoming something of legend. Having killed the ultimate warrior. Well, I think I'm just going to go ahead and uh, apologize to anyone who's listening to this. And say, I'm very sorry for that. You know, this sort of thing isn't going to continue on the show. Uh, I don't know what that was about. I don't know what it meant. Uh, Ranch is a scary, scary man. I've seen what he's done to countless victims. Uh, and it's nothing to be proud of. So, all right, let's move on here. Uh, we have one little final last fun debate. And I, th- I think everyone listening is going to love this one. You know, this is something, uh, of course, Ranch and I, we are we are Italian. So this, this is a hot, hot topic. Spicy, spicy, spicy. Uh, th- this is one that Ranch and I love to get into because we get into it. And this is, of course, eggplant parm versus chicken parm. The Battle of the Parms. Now, why don't, why don't you start off, Ranch? Because I already know which side you're on. Now, I think this is an obvious one. I don't see how... It's not. Clearly, it's the, chick, it's the chicken parm. It's the chicken parm. Who would... Given, given the... Okay. Let's say you're not a vegetarian. I'll, I'll, I'll concede on that. Because anyone that wants... Would want to eat chicken parm, right? No, no vegetarian. No, there's the there's two there's two parms in front of you, right? Right. You go for the eggplant parm, or the chicken parm. You go for the chicken parm. I, I just do not see it that way. I think uh, if you're if you're someone of culture, someone uh, with good taste, that you would uh, so easily understand that you're always going to go for the eggplant parm. I mean, there's nothing better than some lightly fried, uh, crisped up eggplant. Now, don't get me wrong, Ranch. I love a good chicken parm. Love it over some pasta. Love it over a sandwich. It's great, but it's overdone. It's too... I mean, you, you see chicken parm everywhere. When you, You're, you're not going to see... 
half as many eggplant parms in your lifetime as you're going to see chicken parms. Here's the thing. A chicken parm. Most chicken parms you eat, it's going to be a good chicken parm. An eggplant parm. Okay. It's very, it's, it's, most times it's going to mess. Most times it's a fine, it's a fine thread to, it's not to gonna, needle. You, how, if anything, you could mess up chicken parm a thousand times more easily than you're going to mess up an eggplant parm. I mean, we're just talking about a, a little vegetable. You're talking about meat. You have to cook meat correctly. How can you not cook eggplant correctly? Tell me that. I think that the eggplant is just an inferior filling of the main, the main part of the meal no, no, no. to the chicken parm. No, 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 no. You are so disturbingly wrong. I mean, how many, how many herbs and spices would you even have to put on an eggplant to make it palatable in a, in a parm? The, the, the same amount as a chicken parm. And can I also add, uh, oftentimes when I, what I've found with chicken parm is it's, uh, it's dry, you know, it's not good. It, it's too dry. Now eggplant parm, it's always going to be eggplant. It's going to be juicy. It's going to be succulent. It's going to be perfect. No, it's like, it's just mushing your mouth. You're just mushing no. around, just mushing it around. Like a no, baby. no. Okay. You're a baby. It is mush, but it's a good you're mush. You're saying you're a baby. You want to be like a, <laughs> okay. Spoon-fed mushed peas. <laughs> Spoon-fed mushed eggplant. Okay. Well, we'd love uh, for anyone listening to please chime in. Uh, you can, of course, uh, email at us. at uh, We'll figure out an email. We'll have an open line, open discussion line, maybe. Uh, actually, Ranch, why don't you give out your personal phone number? So people can just uh, maybe shoot you a text on their thoughts of this. Yeah, that be, one's uh, good. That one's going to be 501 Fuck Eggplant Farm. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank you to everyone for tuning in to Nacho and the Ranch FM. I'm your host, Nacho, here with my co-host, Ranch. I hope you have a good one. Got anything to say, Ranch? Chicken loving piece of shit? No, 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 no. Not you and the ranch. Signing off. All right.